Hello beautiful people of God. I come your way once again with Sculptured in Palestine. And like I mentioned last week, today we are looking at dating. Not any kind of dating, but dating the Christian way. The Bible doesn't specifically mention or talk about dating. But I believe that biblical principles can still be applied to it. The Bible says in Proverbs 18.22 that he who finds a wife finds a good thing and obtains favor from the Lord. One woman of God, Reverend Funke Adejumus, said something interesting some time ago. I have not seen it in my Bible. I don't know whether you have seen it in your Bible. But um, she says... You know, I, I don't know how she came by that conclusion, but she says, you know, when God asked Adam, why did you eat from the tree that I actually forbid you to eat from? His answer was, the woman that you brought to be with me, she gave me of the tree and I did eat. So in a way, indirectly, he was kind of blaming God for bringing Eve to him. And so God well, that's what well, she, she says. That God says, okay, from this day, the man should find his wife. Or somebody he thinks can be his wife. And then I will approve or disapprove. I'm not going to do the finding. Interesting, interesting, very interesting. So um, what we would do is in one of our messages, we will look at if god actually chooses our life partners for us or he merely approves or disapproves so let's go back to proverbs 18 22. i believe once someone finds there was some searching or some searching took place a matured christian man decides at, at a point that he wants to get married and so he begins to look among the daughters of God to find someone. So what role does dating play in all this? What does dating even mean in the first place? I came across several definitions of dating, but let's just look at two. This one, the first one says, dating is where two people meet casually with the aim of each assessing the other's suitability as a prospective partner in an intimate relationship leading to marriage. The second one also says, two people who are attracted to each other, who spend time together to see if they can stand to be around each other most of the time or like each other enough to be committed in a relationship leading to marriage. People, including Christians, have taken dating to a whole new level. And today we would be looking at, today and then um, a few weeks ahead of us, we would actually be looking at Christian dating, what to do, and not what to do. Dating is not the beginning of a marriage journey, but it is a tool to help a man and a woman figure out if they want to be together, if they want to spend the rest of their lives together by getting married. 
one of the two main things we'll be looking at today is prayer proverbs chapter 3 the verse number 5 and 6 says that trust in the lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding in all your ways acknowledge him and he shall direct your path pray about and pray for your future spouse as a Christian woman you would need to commit every aspect of your life to your father in heaven he has your best interest at heart he knows what you do not know and he sees what you do not see and he knows exactly the best person who is suited you would be best suited for whether you have started dating someone or not pray about it and please pray about it without being obsessed with it please don't use Luke chapter 18 to justify an obsession in Luke chapter 18 the beginning of Luke chapter 18 Jesus in a parable tells us about a widow and a judge and he starts by saying that men ought to pray and not faint so please don't use an obsession and, 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 and justify an obsession with Luke chapter 18. And don't pray to God to be with a particular person, but pray to him to reveal his will for your life as, as far as marriage is concerned. And whilst you pray, know that the way God answers Sister A is not the same way he answers Sister B. He, his, his answer might even come through a dream it might be so clear in that relationship that you have started he answers he might answer it differently just keep your heart and your mind open because he knows what is best for you secondly we are looking at guarding your heart once you decide to start dating someone there is a very high possibility that you are really attracted to the person or you really like the person. Proverbs chapter 4 verse 23 tells us that we should guard our heart with all diligence for out of it are the issues of life. And these issues of life include relationship issues. What does it mean to guard? To guard is to protect, to watch over, to safeguard, to look out for. To guard your heart here is not to, you know, um, safeguard it from actually liking someone or to try to stop the desire to get married. But it is to keep these feelings and emotions from getting out of control to help us to be wise in our approach in fulfilling this desire do not conclude that once you like somebody or the person seems to like you too this will ultimately lead to marriage don't get too ahead of yourself by making assumptions i have told many many people that good doesn't always mean right somebody might be very good but it doesn't necessarily mean that 
the person is the right person for you. The person might have qualities that are enviable, but it doesn't mean that it's going to work between the two of you. During this period, don't just rely on emotions, your feelings, but let the Holy Spirit guide you. And these, these truth might come in the form of logic. It might come in the form of common sense. The heart, if unguarded, can and will take you to places you never ever imagined possible. Lead your heart. Don't let your heart lead you. The world tells us to follow our heart. This is the philosophy of the new age. But the Bible, which is the believer's life's manual, tells us to guard it. Try developing friendship whilst dating. Draw a line between being interested in the person of someone and being infatuated. Next week, God willing, we would look at why you need to be observant whilst dating and the need to ask questions. Shall we pray? Father in heaven, it's always a beautiful time to come before you to learn from you. Thank you for what you have learned today through your Holy Spirit. Continue to lead us in your truth as we grow to become women that you have destined us to be. In the precious name of Jesus have we prayed. Amen. In Ecclesia, sorry, Ezekiel chapter 33 verse 11, God tells us that he has no pleasure in the death of the sinner or the wicked person. But it is his will that everybody turns away from their sins. You might be saying that, oh, I'm not really, really a bad person. I'm not that bad. The truth is my good deeds actually outweigh my bad deeds. But we all missed the mark. And as we are here today, at certain points in our lives, we had to receive that truth and accept Jesus as our Lord and Savior. I introduce Jesus to you once again. Tomorrow might be just too late. May the peace of God that passes all understanding. Keep our minds and our hearts through Jesus our Lord. And may the Lord order our steps the rest of the week, the rest of the month, and the rest of the year. And may we find ourselves always at the right place at the right time. My name is Akusia Bwabenkosa, but you can always call me Eno. Cheers to a victorious life in Christ Jesus. Amen. <music>